The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with college football legend and actor Darnell Autry and football coaching genius J.D. Harris. Outside the Spotlight is your source for the latest news about what the stars of the past are up to today, as well as unique insights into the current worlds of sports and entertainment. Now, here's Darnell and J.D. Ah, yes. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I am your host, Darnell Autry, joined, as always, with my main man, J.D. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Man. Well, I shouldn't say that a lot, but yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, I mean. no, no, I hear you. I hear you. There's a lot going on. Sometimes you can't put out all of it out on the airwaves sometimes, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, as always, I want to thank uh, Grant. Uh, putting that thing together. I don't know what's going on, Grant, but I can't, I can't download the, the, the damn write up that you have for us today. Uh, so I'm gonna have to look out for JD's, but I don't know what you did, some kind of cryptic thing or something in there. But, uh. That's cause of that tomfoolery with them pigs, Yeah. So anyway, Grant, we appreciate it as always. Man, let's. Wow, JD just had a moment over here with the with the damn chair and I mean, in the thing, studio. I mean, he's pushing buttons, the hydraulics and going up and down. down on the thing. I was like, <laughs> going, <laughs> going up and down, dropping like it's hot up in this camp. Good <laughs> night. So, JD's are. Uh, let's get into it, dude. And I'm gonna Man. say this. I'm, I'm gonna be very honest. It's, yes, I. Please be honest. Don't there, lie to us. We don't like. There, you. I had a feeling. And I, I didn't. I was about the Cardinals possibly beating the Patriots because of their defense. Cardinals has a solid defense. I was just scared about the offense, and that's why I went with the Patriots because I was like, Cole will turn over the ball. Well, I went with the Patriots because I thought the Patriots were clearly a better team overall, regardless of who had the better individual. I think overall, I thought the Patriots was going to have a better team, and I think Cardinals still tried. To give it up. They did. But <laughs> still trying to be the old Cardinals. But here's the thing. What I like about the Cardinals defense, I mean, Ray Orton is doing his thing. Good, do your thing, Ray, with your brain. Oh, zone. yeah. Real talk. Uh, real talk. But they, when you don't have to blitz, right. you can apply pressure, and you got a good cover corner in uh, Peterson. Right. P- Peterson is playing his butt off. Right. And then you have two legit safeties. I mean, it makes the top and the bottom is covered. It's like... It, you, uh, Washington ain't no punk at middle linebacker. It makes a very difficult game. Oh yeah. It just offense just needs to get some first downs and not turn over the ball. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, I tell you what they and we're talking about the Cardinals Patriots game. I mean, last what minute and a half, two minutes. Cards really tried to give it up, and I was really surprised uh, that uh, New England didn't take their shots. I mean, I think I think that's that's standard. Like you know, you, you're within what they're on the 35 or something like that on the 40. To me, it seems like that standard Patriots taking their shots in the end zone. You know, because you got like 30 minutes, 30 seconds left. You could you could make it a sure thing 
then to make it a yeah. and and you know I, I just think on paper well obviously on the field that the Cardinals have a better matchup with the Patriots because they have Adrian Wilson who can line up and now it'd been different if Aaron Hernandez played the whole game then you have a question on how do you match up with the tight ends once he got hurt and then now you have Adrian Wilson that can at least be on Gronk. And we talked about that last right. week a little bit right. where uh, he could become just as physical and hold him down with the athletic ability. You know? No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I definitely think, like I said, I mean, I'm not taking any credit away from the cards. I think definitely their defense stepped up. I think offensively uh, they, they did try. They tried to give it up at the end. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for your boy Gaskowski or whatever the dude's name is, who missed it, uh, you know, it's a, it's a different feel. It's a, it would be a totally different feel here in Arizona. Now I got people now they're talking about. I could see Arizona going seven and zero on you know going into Green Bay. I'm like let's let's not get crazy. Let's not let's not lose. Well, our minds. first of all, San Fran is going to smack That's every <laughs> San Fran tackling their own coaches. Let's, anybody yes, in sight. Let's not get carried away. So, so I, but I, but I but I get the sentiment and I understand everybody's all pumped up and fired up about the cards and it's great. I mean, we're two and zero. Illusions of grandeur is all. Hey. I mean, some people live in fantasy. Um, I like to. I choose to live in reality personally. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, I like to. I like to come down to reality and, and check myself and then get back in the clouds. Uh, another game, the, the Rams. I mean, Rams, Washington. Uh, <laughs> man. You, I mean, the Russ. I mean, I, I, I understand the frustration at Cortland Finnegan, and I told you right that I felt like. He was the kind of the X factor for the Rams. He's with, back with his old ta- a- antics again, yeah, and he got away. He's be- be- little, yeah, he's quite the little anta- antagonist. I mean, you know, he's an annoyance, and I think it, it works to uh, the advantage uh, of the D. And obviously, that's that, why they brought, that, that's why brought that him in. literally, right? That's why they brought him won, in. Won to play. Right. I mean, won a game at the end. Right. So. You know, Rams upset the wash at Redskins, and I think it's going to be a wake up call for the Redskins. And again, I love it because it's the parody of the NFL, right? I mean, that's just the way the NFL is. You know, one week Washington looks so dominant, RG3 looks so amazing, and beyond, you know, like, wow, that's incredible. And then you go in and you're like, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're favored to win by nine and a half or whatever the, the line is, seven. And they get in there and, and St. Lou just lets them have it. And here's the thing too. They lose to the weakest, what is considered the weakest division in football right now, with the exception of San Fran. Last year, San Fran was considered weak going into the season. Right. No, absolutely. So, absolutely. So, but now, and then, I mean, you kind of go with that same thing, even though we're skipping a little bit, but then you look at it, and then Seattle beats Dallas, you know. Right. Week. Right. And, and, I, I mean, I, I felt like Seattle played very, very spirited, obviously. I think that it's always tough. And, and I, you know, Seattle's one of those teams that you really can – Seattle and Kansas City, when I think about teams that when you play them at home, at their home, it's tough because the crowds are on you. It's, it's you know, sometimes it's a weather situation. Yeah. It's the home court advantage. I mean, it's one of – those are the two teams I think about when I think like, wow, you know, Anything can happen. You know, you go to Kansas City, you just you just don't know. I mean, you don't know what Kansas City team is going to show up. Is it going to be the one that smacks you up and down, or is it the one that's like, you know, bad news bears that are, you know, dropping passes and, you know, fumbling the ball all over the place and throwing interceptions? You just don't know. Um, so, I, I, I mean, again, I, I went with Dallas because I thought the Dallas was, again, a better team. But, again, got to love the NFL. 
for being for its parody. You just don't know. And then I, I would have to say, if we're going over the other game, if the two games that I loved this past weekend were definitely the Steelers versus the Jets. Uh, wow. That was, I'm talking about, talk about wow. physical game. Yeah. I mean, it was. That like, was, that was throwback style again with Jets finally, finally stepping up fi- physically to that. Yeah. Right? But I think, the, I think the score reflected poorly on the Jets. Yeah. Obviously they lost. Yeah, obviously they lost. But I mean, I feel like. It didn't go. It didn't feel like. How it they was played. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was a 27 to 10 blowout. And then that 49ers Lions game? Yeah, that, that was, um, that was tough to watch. For Detroit's sake, you know that was tough to see them not be them offensively, mm-hmm. not be them defensively. I mean, it was it was uh it was really tough to kind of um, it was tough to watch. It really was because I think there was there's an expectation, and and I think Stafford may come down a notch or two, you know, in terms of you know he's been he's been sort of. He, I guess he's been uh, uh, spoiled, right? I mean, with Megatron, and now Megatron is a superstar, and he's getting the same. He's getting huge attention, even more so now than ever. And so, all these other guys, these Titus Youngs of the world, have to step up, and Kevin Smith has to be the man. You know, they have to be a complete team. They have to be a complete team now in order for them to win, because now Stafford can't just lob it up and it just go to to to, to Megatron. I mean, they're did not you see him. how they how they played him twenty yards off? They had him sandwich. right. They yeah yeah absolutely. They over under. I mean, they just they're gonna. That's what that's the way Megatron's gonna get it for the rest of the year. So now Titus Young and Nate uh, Burleson, Nate Burleson, and all them boys, Kevin Smith, uh, and the defense uh, needs to wake up. And and play better because you know he's not going to be able to do that anymore. He's not going to be able to just lob it up to Megatron. And Megatron. I mean, Megatron's still him, and I would still give him my options if I had nothing else. I would lob it up to him with a two on one. I think Megatron could still do that, but do I want to put him in that position every time? No, no of course I, not. I, I think my logic, uh, what I've done when I've had a player that has been keyed by other players. First of all, I try to build my teams where we're not dependent on that other player. But you know he's on the field, and I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna show you why you're scared of him. Right. You know I'm gonna get his attention once or twice. Right. So you go ahead and put everybody over there. But then I'm I'm gonna put a product on the field, and I think that they're doing that where you're gonna have to defend sideline to sideline, end zone to end zone, and get the ball around. Yeah, but and, you got to execute that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, I think I think the plan is in, right? The the plan is True. in. But you got You just got to execute. You got to be able to still block and do the basics to execute the play to get that right to get that to get that done. And and I think Detroit's not 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 getting that done. I am surprised about the Atlanta Denver game, and it, and it and it surprised me uh, because Atlanta looked so dominant early on, and I was like, wow. I mean, what's I mean, and and to see Peyton though. Four or five, you know, four turnovers in the first quarter, like you know, like the old school, you know, uh, first year at Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. That was that. Was, I was like, what? What? Me and my were like, we were speechless looking at you, like, what? And of course, my dad has him on fantasy, so I'm like, oh, yeah, he oh gave my up God. everything. For <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm like, no, don't do it to him, and it just looked awful. Yeah, I, I think. It was a lot of factors with that. I think yeah. that he teams are definitely going to challenge him 
to have to throw the deep ball. Right. They're they're going to be like until you prove it. And right now the timing issues with the guys with the deep ball. Right. But right. some of them I'm noticing more like when he's throwing like uh and and he even said he's not all the way back. Like you'll see him finishing a lot of throws like hunched over. Yeah. And that's a lot of that stuff is still dealing with your strength and getting there. Trying because to get before, it conditioned. Before when you would throw he would be upright and that ball's going and selling with his feet planted on the ground. Right. Now you'll see that back leg kicking up on a lot of throws, which lets me know he still doesn't have his control. Right, uh, right, right, throw. right. And, you know, and of course the reports were that, you know, if they were going to have to do a Hail Mary, that Osweiler was going to have to come in and load up. And and that's not something that, you know, it was, it was shocking to me because that's not something you would hear about Peyton Manning, like, hey, you got to bring somebody else in because his arm strength isn't right. But... Again, he still gave again. He still did vintage Peyton Manning. Man. Like he still gave him a shot at the end to win the game. Uh, he still. I loved his response to the criticism with them bringing Osweiler. He was like, "I am who I am." Right. And, and uh, to me, you made it clear. You guys can speculate things like that, but sometimes too, if you know you got a guy that can throw eighty yards and you have a guy that can throw sixty-five. Uh. I'm gonna th- get the guy in that can do eighty because that, that I'm it's gonna the need to go eighty. I'm gonna need to go eighty. So, so I, I, and again, media just—I I mean, we're part of the media, of course, of course. But, but, but never, we're the good kind, but we're yeah, the good part of the media. I guess—you're I, I, going to make—they're going to make something out of nothing. I mean, right. that just keeps the storyline going. But as a coach, I don't see a problem with that. No, and I'm, I'm sure Peyton Manning didn't see a problem with. It. He is probably like, God, I really don't want to throw. Right, I don't want to have to take this 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 deep ball. It's um, yeah, not necessary. Especially when I've seen this young kid that's 22 years old that could throw to uh, the back of, at seven feet tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would definitely have him throw the ball for sure. Without, with, I mean, with, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, the other game, I mean, since we're talking about no, games, absolutely, man, I, I the Ravens were so physical. Yes. I, dude, yes. I'm not gonna lie. I yes. saw uh, the little thing with Ray uh, Ray Lewis, NFL Life. I mean, not too many dudes get me hyped. Right. That dude makes me want to go tackle you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that was uh, that Ravens and. Uh, it was the Ravens right. and the Panthers. Yeah. It's got a delay with the game because the yeah, no, it's, yeah, for a week. It's, it's really. Yeah, I it's, don't know if I like the Thursday night football this early. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It kind of throws you off with everything. It, it does. It does because we've already had some games. When not only that, we, we talk about two teams. You know, you talk about them twice. Yeah, you got to talk about them twice, which is fine. And and uh, FYI, note to self, uh, and of course I got to make the announcement, and I'd be remiss if I didn't. Um, no, Danielle did not beat me last week, uh, and that was uh, due to Cutler and uh, Marshall not doing oh, yeah, what we gotta they talk do. About yeah, we got to discuss that. So we go. We go take a break. And we're gonna get back to uh, when we come back. We're gonna talk about the Bears and and Cutler and and all this stuff because I got some funny stuff my sister did. It's hysterical. Okay, so, I want to yeah. hear this. We'll one. be back. Darno Autry, <laughs> JD Harris, Voice America, TS. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. America's sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. 
In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. And uh, so, so... Right before the break, uh, we, we, we touched briefly on uh, Jay Cutler. Uh, they played uh, last Thursday. Uh, right, they played last Thursday. Uh, it was a piss-poor performance. Um, Pit-poor. Yeah, pit-poor pit performance. Uh, we discussed it Friday. Right, we did. We discussed it, and we were like, okay, yeah, you know, he's now. There's nothing different. He is what he is, whatever, whatever. So, uh, I, I – so – Everybody knows that I'm in a fantasy league with my sister. I'm in two of them with my sister, and we have also a family one, right? And so on this family one, so I, and it's a, and it's kind of a long, convoluted story. But on this family, this family draft, uh, when we first did it, uh, Danielle was looking at her team, and she was not happy with her quarterbacks. I mean, she had um, Josh Freeman and. Um, Somebody else, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was, it, it, it was, she was like, no, no, she had, no, she had Shab. She was, she, she had, yeah, Freeman and Shab, and so she was not happy with her team, and so, uh, I, I took your, took your advice, and I was thinking about it, and after week one, after the first, so going into week one, she, she's, we're at the house, she goes, hey, uh, uh, what about, uh, are you gonna do anything with Russell Wilson? Are you going to go and get Russell Wilson? Long story short, and I'm like, well, let me go take a look at him and see. So I go and look, and it turns out that my younger brother dropped his quarterback, dropped Cutler, and picked up Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. right? So I'm looking at the list on the computer, right? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wow. So Cutler's there, and Russell, you know, I, so all right. So I look at another. I'm looking at other players, whatever. So I go back to the quarterback list because I'm gonna try to make the move, and Cutler's gone. And my sister picks him up on her cell phone, sitting on the couch. <laughs> She's sitting on the couch, and she goes in there and picks him up while I'm looking on the laptop. She picks him up on her phone, right? So I'm like, oh. You jerk, right? So she thinks it's the most hysterical thing she's ever done, right? So I'm like, <laughs> oh, you jerk. You got me. That was a good one because I was going to go back in and get Cutler, but okay, you got me, right? Because my quarterback, I picked up two. They both have bye week same time. Whatever. So I'm like, okay, fine. No worries. Cutler goes off week one. 
you know, him and Marshall, they put up some big points. My sister is jacked. I mean, she's on cloud nine, right? Last week happens, they both completely pooped the bed. Mm-hmm. They both completely pooped the bed. The Green Bay Packers just let them have it. And I told Danielle, going into the week, I'm like, Danielle, you know, we're playing this week. Um, know that your, your, your future is based on this Thursday game. That, I mean, just know that if you're, de- if you don't have at least 50 points, cause she had Cutler, Marshall, and their defense. If you don't have at least 50 to 60 points, you're going to lose. She's like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm like, okay. So the more, the day of the game, Thursday, I look and she changes out the defense because she doesn't want everything hinged on the game. Smart. Right. Smart. So, of course, Jay Cutler and them, they go and they do their thing and we talk about it and blah, blah, blah. She, my sister's nauseous the whole week. She's like, she's all pale. She's moping around. <laughs> she's just, just sick, right? She's sick to her stomach. She's like, I can't even handle this. I can't believe this. This is awful. Then Sunday happens and it's just a, it's a mess. I mean, <laughs> guys are dropping balls. I mean, she's supposed to get 130. She ends up with like 70. I mean, it's just horrific, right? So then, Jay Cutler, they actually interview him on Sunday, I guess, for one of the local media, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they, they interview him. And so I don't hear about it. My sister reads about it because she's now concerned about what she's going to do with Cutler. So, uh, Monday she, she reads this article about what Jay Cutler says about his team and about his performance. And she's pissed. So Monday night, I'm going to bed, whatever. She goes, hey, I forgot to tell you. Did I tell you what Cutler did and blah, 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 what he said and blah, blah. I'm like, no, I didn't hear it. What happened? So Cutler apparently goes off, right, and says, I did well. Everybody else just kind of. Basically. I did my thing. Everybody else just blew it. Everybody else just blah, 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 boom, 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 right? So she's pissed. She's livid, right? So yesterday or two days ago, she even she texts me at work. She goes, "Did you see what I posted on on Yahoo Facebook on Yahoo Sports?" I'm like, "No, on the fantasy post." So I go, "No." She goes, "You should read it." I says, "Okay." And this is what she writes: subject line, "You big jerk." Okay, Jay, you still have not come out and said what you were that you were completely uh, that you were completely wrong for shoulder checking one of your offensive linemen on the sideline. During a recent interview, you said you were proud of your performance in last week's game. Wow. I didn't realize that that totally shitty was the new standard. And lastly, you're a dumbass. (laughs) For those reasons, I had to chop you. And she cut him on her team. (laughs) And beat the Freeman. I mean, (laughs) that's the GM, Daniel. All out. I was like, wow. She's like, I don't care. I hope he does go off this week. I don't care. I don't want him on my team. I'm not rooting for him. He's a jerk. He's an absolute jerk. Daniel, I've said it oh, over God. and over I and over again. Stop laughing, Daniel. She, like, she, it was personal. She, 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 she took it personal. She was like, you know what, you big jerk. I'm cutting you on my team. I'm not rooting for you. I should get Marshall. Because Marshall kept yeah, his mouth shut. Right. He's the baller. But she's like, he's a jerk. He's an ass. I can't, I can't root for Jay Cutler. I'm not going to root for Jay Cutler. And I just couldn't stop laughing. That's how hardcore she is. This is this move is probably going to cut her throat like for the league. I, yeah, I, I like it in her. Yeah, it's going to cut her throat for the league. But she don't care. It's principle. It's yeah. principle. And, 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 and see, <laughs> like for me, like even when I do my little fantasy thing uh, with Madden and stuff, right. I have a hard time playing with people I don't like. 
Right. Absolutely. And, and, and I make it known. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, this week, this this year, I was like, well, some leagues I've got players I like. Some leagues i got guys that are productive, and I'm just I, I'm not going to take it personal and do anything personal with it. But the, the whole scenario about the Jay Cutler thing just makes me laugh. And I know for a fact that she will never root for him ever again. Mm-hmm. If he died tomorrow, she'd be like, oh, well. Uh, I mean, it, it. I mean, she really was pissed that he he showed her bumped his offensive line. I mean, she thought that was a jerk move. She thought it was a jerk move that oh, everybody else did terrible and I did great. I mean, she just. He's very. Uh, he comes off. I don't know him personally. I don't know him personally but, either. But right. The things that I've heard and the thing and seeing the interview he came off very condescending, and it was just like above reproach, and and it was like, like. Yeah, but anyway, no, I can't, right. because th- my blood boils when I discuss it because I have friends back home that are probably listening to this show that are some of our friends, and they're like, Jay is our hero. He's a, he's a what? He, he's not even a top tier quarterback. Right. He's not, he has the ability to be, right. but he is his worst enemy. Right. And now, trust me, don't let it come to a situation where the playoffs or something are not at stake. Oh, he's going to shut this thing down. He's oh, going oh, to he pack it in. Wait, wait. If the playoffs say they're just out of playoffs, which won't be the case, but just say they were, could you imagine Webb playing the last game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ole, 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 ole. Bump me now, Mug. Right. No, Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, I just I I I uh, I thought Not it was really do that, I thought it no no, but I thought it was really 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 funny that uh, that my <laughs> sister she just really has had it with Jay Cutler. So Jay, you you no longer have a fan of my sister. So I hope you I hope you're satisfied. She's pissed. <laughs> She's uh, pissed. Jay, I don't. Yeah, I, I'll shut <laughs> up. So go. I actually. I took the loss this week. You, yes, you, you did. You t- you took the lump, but hey, neither one of us did awesome though. Let's be real. I mean, I mean seven and you know seven and eight or eight and seven, and you're five and ten is gross, I, dude. It was a horrible week. Yeah, it was gross. It, I mean, absolutely gross. It is what it is. <laughs> so looking ahead. So looking ahead, well, let's discuss. Let's look behind first. Okay, and then we'll look ahead. Thursday's game, Giants. Carolina. Carolina did not look like Carolina. And I told you, I, I said it be, in the beginning, I felt like last year teams didn't have a chance to prepare for Cam. And I think that was one of the things that also helped them, and they didn't know how Carolina was going to use them. Wow. Now teams have prepared, and let's be honest, Giants were a better matchup. They're one of the most, they are the most dominant front four in football right now. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. And, and then without you, did you have good, decent corners and stuff? But then without your, with your star receiver, or your receiver, your number two receiver, and without your lineman and your running back, it don't, it didn't matter that running back. But that goes jump. back, that goes back to who Tom Coughlin and what Jerry Reese and those guys put together. They are a complete. Team Andre Brown is a is a beast first and foremost, and so I think that uh, Ahmad Bradshaw uh, he's still the man. But let let us not get it twisted because if Andre jo- Andre Brown still continues to play like this, Ahmad Bradshaw is going to be splitting time flat out. That's all there is to it. The other part of it is is that that Braden kid 
He's another Hakeem Nicks lookalike. I mean, he oh, looks like. Oh, you talking about like, Ramsey? Uh, was that his name? Ramsey Braden or whatever yeah, his yeah, name Yeah, Ramsey. He actually played quarterback, or played with my quarterback in Italy. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's gotta be 6'5. Yeah. 6'5, 6'6. And, and, six, and, and, and he's a man child. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he looks like, he looked like Hakeem Nicks. I mean, yeah. out there. I mean, a big physical, a Brandon Marshall kind of guy. He just got himself in a starting rotation. Uh, uh, yes, he did. And he just made the Giants a lot better. Yeah. But he also set himself up. So now your standard is now higher. As a, you're no longer a backup now. Well, you've performed. Here's the thing. Now people are going to have to pick their poisons, which is which is a good thing for the Giants because do you want Victor Cruz doing the salsa in the end zone? I, and, I, and it gets flexibility because he's a versatile receiver, even though he's big, because he can play that slot. So you can have him at that fourth slot. Inside, it, outside, it's gonna be it's gonna be something a force to be uh, reckoned with once but, Hakeem Nix comes back. You got Nix, Braden, uh, Victor Cruz. You're splitting running backs with Brown and and the other kid. Who, by the way, Brown is a great story. Yeah, just the, the <laughs> continuous fighting and fighting and fighting yeah. and perseverance, and finally puts himself on stage Thursday night game. Goes off, goes off, gets 31 points. And by the way, my sister picked him up. And she can't be, I mean, her whole attitude right now, her whole outlook on life is different this week. She wearing a hat. Oh, pimp, man. She wearing she a pimp so, hat. Like. <laughs> she is so happy. You would have thought, man, she just, I mean, hysterical. But now, it, to me, it builds a concern. And the media was talking about it today. And it builds a concern with Carolina. And last year I saw oh, yeah. when, when the Cardinals played Carolina and they lost the first game. And Steve Smith was happy about the fact that he saw some a sense of care from Cam from losing, even though he had thrown for 400 yards. But I saw something else different for me. Right. For me, having been in front office, having coached, I don't like my quarterback to be very temperamental. Right. And Cam... Is high highs and very low lows, right? And that scares me. But and, and that's and that's some of the things that kept on my mm. concerns. And then now, last year's short off season, I mean, teams didn't prepare for. Right now they have sixteen, you know, sixteen games of film to and see, see what what's going, right. see what you could do. And, and yeah. Jonathan Stewart now is no surprise. So now now they're not now they can't run the ball. And Cam is, is, is serving it up. He's short. He's long. He's throwing it behind. He's, I mean, like, you know, they're make, they're forcing him to, to be a passing quarterback, which is, and, and, and it's the same kind of how you figured you'd pay him. Like, you know, you, you keep him in the pocket and you make him throw. Yeah. And see, and, and I, see if, I look, and at, him beat your I look at Carolina's front office and I say, okay, why aren't you calling Plexico Burris, a couple of those other guys that could spread, balance it out? They didn't really make, some strides to help assist him in his development. Right. No. Well, we're going to take another break. Uh, we'll come back with Carolina, and then we'll come back with some uh, some other stuff, and uh, we'll do our picks, and we'll go from there. Uh, we'll be back. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America OTS. Yep. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Darnell at darnellautry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Thank you very much, Clarice. Yes, Clarice. Clarice. A little bit of a... Silence of the lamb. Yeah, get a little bit of lamb in there. A little bit of lamb in there. Anyway, we were talking about Carolina, and, uh, you know, they they threw the ball to the Steve Smith, what, four or five times. The only reason I know that, again, my dad has. And, again, I apologize, folks, but this is how I learn, and this is how I, I like to... How I remember when things are going on because the people that I play in my leagues have different players out there and I, you know, some of them take, you know, I take notice on some of them, some of them I don't. But Steve Smith didn't get the ball that very often, you know, and when he did, he was pumped up. You could see he was angry, like, come on, keep throwing the ball to me. But, you know, Cam, again, like you said, gets a little bit emotional, gets a little bit, um, I don't know, hyper. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing, too. It's like they really didn't give him any help to help his development. You did last year a lot of two two man routes, three man routes, mm-hmm. uh, one side reads and the patterns. Where at least, as I was saying before we went to break, bring a guy like Plexico Burris in. You get inside the twenty. Now you have another target. So then people can't load the box, or if they do, you can accidentally throw it up in the area. Right. And right. Plex is can go up and get it. Get it. it, right. it so they didn't do things to help his development. Right. They just they just left it the way it was, and people, like you said, everybody people, caught up to it. Yeah, people prepared. Now they have stuff on tape. They right. didn't know how to adjust it, and trust me, in the off season when those teams got those schedules, they were preparing all season. They, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So to wind up the last week's predictions, uh, so J.D. won week one. Uh, I won week two. So uh, we might as well get into week three. Absolutely. You know, uh, normally we would do the Thursday. I mean, I guess 
<laughs> See, Thursday nights yeah, is messing guess, everything yeah, up. I guess we could do the Thursday night game now for next Thursday, right? So let's yeah. do that first. I mean, that's that's a that's a layup. I know you're not going to go to Cleveland over Baltimore, so we're both on Baltimore. So yeah. that's next Thursday's game. So we got that predicted. So Grant, write that down. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so week one, uh, game one, uh, St. Louis at Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I I. I uh, I find it hard to believe that Cutler is going to make a mess at home. I think Mike Tyson um, is going to take that control out of Cutler to make that mess where I, they're going to run the ball. However, I will say that uh, St. Louis has got to be feeling not too terrible about themselves after last week. After last week, I don't know that they feel that terrible about themselves. And so that being said... Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, St. Louis beats Chicago. I, I don't see that. I don't like it, but there's something in my guts telling me I'm going to say Cutler that. may have a meltdown at home. Sam Bradford still has the the same problem Sam uh, that Cutler has, staying off of his back. Yeah, and yeah, Julius true. Peppers that hasn't. Like yeah, really got it gone, but I think the Blues D is not not terrible either. No, the they're not. D's not terrible. No, but here's the thing too. Okay, and they're playing Fisher. Has, Fisher's teams is going to always play good defense, right? But they have one corner that could defend one guy, but they don't have anyone else that could defend back there in that back end. But the Bears, I really believe that this week, because of all the criticism, you're going to see running the ball a lot. But no week. Forte though. Yeah. Okay. Forte's damage. You put in. You put in Michael. Barbara, Michael Bush. Michael Bush, and let him do his thing. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. And I mean, and you have tight ends. You do. You're gonna see more play fake action. My risky pick of the week is this St. Louis game at Chicago. Now I don't like it, and I know that my people in Chicago are like, "Are you nuts? You they, you how, Yeah. How dare you bite the hand that did not feed you anything? Uh, <laughs> but I did it. Uh. Buffalo, wait, hold on. Okay, so Buffalo this week. See, this is confusing. Thursday night. Thursday night we did before. Okay, Buffalo at Cleveland. Cleveland. Wow, I'm going Buffalo. Trent is a beast, I'm no, telling you. I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo's defense is playing really spirited right now. And I'm, I'm They're going it. down to the pound. I'm digging it. I'm All digging right. it. Uh, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Tough one. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say... This is the week because I think Dallas is going to self-implode. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Wow. Uh, I'm going with Dallas. I don't think they self-implode. I think uh, it's time. I do like DeMarco Murray. I think he's baller. Yeah, and I think Tony Romo still has the same issues that he still Tony Romo. So, and but Tampa Bay has a good interior defense. And I like Vincent Jackson there. Yeah, Vincent Jackson, and you still have you have Dallas Clark. You have a, the a running back that's doing well. Uh, the young guy, yeah, Doug Martin. Doug mm-hmm. Martin, and I, I I feel like Tampa Bay wins this. Oof. Okay. Uh, Jets at Miami. Now that one I think is a tough one, just because I think Miami plays way better against uh, the Jets. I'm gonna go take the Jets. <sighs> My guts tell me. That after looking at last week's game, where the with Miami went to Oakland and pounded them. No, Oakland came to oh, Miami. Oakland came and to that, Miami I, and pounded them. 
Yeah, and Reggie Bush runs inside for a buck. Just goes off. But I don't see that happening. Bart Scott is yeah. a, and those yeah. guys aren't going to let that happen. I agree. I, you know, I'm going to take the Jets as well. I'll take yeah. the Jets. And, and here's the thing. Tony Sperano, trust me, is mad. Last job, he, he, <laughs> trust me, in the offseason, he knows that personnel on, on that Dolphins yeah, defense team. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. going for the juggler. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think the Jets need to bounce back in the worst way. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I think, I think it's, I'm, I'm glad though that the zoo, uh, that they had going in all preseason has basically all been silenced because there are other stories that are bigger than a backup Running back slash quarterback slash uh, tight, end, tight end slash whatever personal uh, protector yeah. Timmy <laughs> yeah, whatever I'm glad that's all died down and I'm sure the Jets are glad too because they can get on with with, with doing what they do best and that's focus on that damn game. Um, so I you we went with Jets right? Yep. Uh, next game, San Fran at Minnesota. Child, please mm. <laughs> we. Mm. We have mm. to. Go. I'm taking San Fran mm. because AP running into that defense, mm. and they mm. they can't throw the ball. Ponder ain't ready for that. Mm. Mm. No, and I Ponderosa. did say ain't. No, yeah, Ponderosa is not ready for that. I don't think he is. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be beat down, and I hope that uh, AP stays healthy because I like to see him play, but. Yeah, they may let your boy Gerhardt get more carries this game. Just yeah, I mean I doubt it. I mean I don't think I, I <laughs> no, doubt I'm just saying. No, they're like, damn, yeah, this ain't one. This ain't there. you know. And sometimes as coaches, you like to believe you're gonna win them all, but you know right. they're like this mm, game right here. This is gonna be a challenge because <laughs> everybody hitting on that field. This is gonna be a challenge. Uh, Kansas City at New Orleans. I like this game. And the reason that I like this game is because I think that New Orleans is in trouble. I think they're in really big trouble. I would have to agree with you. And and if they cannot beat Kansas City at home, and Kansas City is not a terrible, god-awful team. Kansas City is not the, um, what? Uh, the the homecoming. He's not, he's not the Oakland Raiders. They're, They're not the Oakland Raiders. I, I still think I, I agree with you. Both, both of them teams are in question in a sense because Scott Pioli's job possibly is on the line with this season. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and, and take uh, what you call it on this one. Uh, I'm gonna have to take New Orleans. Yeah. I can't see those guys taking another one. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, they're, they're both over. Right, I mean they're both over. Neither one of the teams have won a game. I think New Orleans got a better chance of winning. Now, if this was in Kansas City, I think New Orleans would be in trouble of going over. But I think at home, Drew Drew should put up some big numbers at home. Yep, I would be I would be absolutely shocked and and surprised if he didn't if he didn't go off and put some big numbers up. So, New Orleans it is. Now this next game, I, Cincinnati at Washington. Washington, really? Yeah. Hmm. Cincinnati's traveling to Washington. Yeah, and Cincinnati's and, 0 for 2, aren't they? They're 0 for. I don't think they've won a game yet, have they? Oh, yeah, they did. They beat uh, they beat Cleveland. And and Washington has a chip on their shoulder to lose how they lost. Yeah. So usually when you lose a close one like that, you try to make it that one play doesn't decide it the next week. 
I think I think Shanahan's a better coach than that too. I think Shanahan will, you know, is going to be that guy that's like, no, you know, we're not going to repeat that again. You know, that's what I'm saying. They're coming out to beating the brakes off of people. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> 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 okay, so we both went Washington on this one. Uh, Detroit at Tennessee. Detroit. Now, now, here's my problem. Here's my problem. What is going on with Chris Johnson? Everybody in the fantasy world wants to know. Because all of us that have him on the team, he's not doing the numbers that he used to back before he was the $100 million man. Well, think about this. Who else do they have on offense if you want to, you're you're a D coordinator. Right. You're coming in. Yeah, you, they got nothing else. At least when Vince Young was there, you still had to worry about him possibly. Well, they don't running. have any Kenny Britt either. Britt, Kenny yeah. Britt, they don't even have He's Kenny Britt. But that's what I'm saying. Right. And, and then you know, it's like you load the box. Right. And play fake action doesn't work because you right. can't even protect it. Right. He. I mean, let's be real. He's getting hit in the backfield. Yeah, no, real talk. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's, he's just. It's not rate. like he's going to the line of scrimmage and just falling down. He's getting hit as soon as he's getting handed the ball. Right. That right there is not all Chris Johnson. That's no, a no, terrible team. No, absolutely. I, it's I, I cur- agree. It's the curse of having a good running back and nobody else. No, I, I, I agree with that. However, it doesn't make the fantasy world any happier. <laughs> Uh, not to mention, you know, the, the quarterback of the future, uh, locker is down, so. I mean, but let's hassle back in a bag of bones either. Well, he ain't, he ain't necessarily anybody that we're afraid of his arm. You know, nobody's afraid of him. But he can manage deep. the game. He can manage the game. He could if you wanted to. But he ain't got nobody to throw to either. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like the new gear that they got out there. He's decent. Uh, he's still learning, but that's yeah, that's really it. he's still a pup. So I mean, you know, what are you gonna do with that? Um, Indianapolis hosting Jacksonville. Andy, really? Yeah, I mean, think about this. Yeah, hmm. Jacksonville already looking to get a, a quarterback in next year's draft. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just get Blake Edward two week two it, weeks ago? Yeah, two days ago. Right, exactly. But it goes back to the Chris Johnson thing. Right, right. How Who do you else? stop him? You load him up. And, and, you know, you got black men. Can't. I thought you were ball. getting racist real there. I'm like, hold on, man. Yeah, no, black take men. it easy. Take it easy. There's other people out there too. There's also white guys out there too. You don't have to just say black man. Uh, but no, I got. I get you. No, you're right. You're right. Black men still learning. Uh, MJD. I mean, he's still getting back into shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, he stays in shape, but I mean, he's not really in game shape yet. Yeah, you know? and this is a division game, and do you push him too much? Right, right, right. And, and he's at home. Uh, that being said, I still am going with Jacksonville. Boom. Write it down, Grant. Write it down, baby. Victory down. for me. Write it down. Anyway, we're going to take another break. Uh take our final break, and then we'll come back and uh, wrap up these picks. And... Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Darn it, JD Harris, Voice America, OTS. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. Uh, so we ended, we're doing our football picks as we do every week. Uh, I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, so we, we we ended with Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Uh, JD with Indy, and I took Jacksonville. Uh, Philadelphia at Arizona. Uh, something tells me that JD is gonna ask go for the shocker pick, but let's see where he's at with it. Philadelphia at Arizona. I'm gonna take Arizona. Yep, yep. I knew you would. I know you would, but uh, I'm gonna take Philly. Uh, and I think that uh, Philly's D is going to be a little bit too much for for Arizona, I think. I, I think the defense is going to be the battle, but the thing is, well, both of them have good special teams. Right. I just think that right now they may force Philly into doing something that they don't really want to do. I, don't, I, don't, I think that they're going to make Arizona do something that they can't do, and that's Throw. <laughs> yes. Or run. Right. I mean, they're going to make them, listen, you're going to beat us offensively. You're not going to beat us defensively. It, you're going to have to beat us. You're going to have to beat us with your offense. And that's the thing. I think the difference is that Philly's offense can score. And you know, I'm going to recant on mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm Philly thinking, can score and Philly's got a D. And they can run the ball at. So running back, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Arizona yeah. can run. Arizona. Take that off. I'm going with Philly. Okay, I was about to say. Okay, so Philly can score, and they have a defense. Arizona's got a defense. Don't think they can score. So therein lies the 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 the, the crux of uh, of the situation. Uh, Atlanta at Diego. I like this game. I'm gonna go Atlanta. Hmm. Because Michael DeBurner has something to prove. Sorry about what happened last week, homeboy. Learn from it, but then go and mm. is he going to be? He's going to be suspended, right? At some point. Yeah, at some point. At some point, they, I mean, he, he'll be there for this game, but he'll be suspended for at least a game. Yeah, minimum. 
I like Diego in this. Uh, even though I got Matt Ryan in my, my fantasy, I, I think Diego is another one of those places that uh, on the road they can look a mess, but at home they can put it together and really do some big, big damage on you uh, and score in bunches. Um, you know what, though? Now that I think about it more and more, Nah, pass. I changed it to Atlanta. Uh, I think Atlanta <laughs> just has too many weapons. Yeah, that, I think about I it. I mean, just, Atlanta's used to uh, you know mobile what? tight end. They're, I mean, you know what the thing is though is that I get caught up in San Diego because I get to I get used to thinking like they have all these weapons, right? They have all these different weapons. They don't really have that many weapons. No, Matt, not anymore. Ryan, yeah, Ryan Ryan Matthews is damaged goods. Uh, Philip Rivers has no one to throw. He's got Malcolm Floyd. But that's about it. Antonio Gates is and the Antonio person. Gates, and that's it. I mean, they lost deal. I mean, I mean, I mean they don't. I, I'm thinking in my head like, oh, they still got Darren Sproles. They still got all these. You know, they got Vincent Jackson. I mean, they don't have none of that anymore. In fact, we may jump in the car and drive down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get in a quarter or two and see what we can do with it. But no, I mean, I, I mean, they they did blast Tennessee. Okay. Uh, right, exactly. And there's not many people that have not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Atlanta. Atlanta just got too much, too much weapons, and I don't think it's because it's going to be Bernard Turner either. No, I'm like, yeah. who's going to guard Julio? Well, Roddy White is your third option. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to, who's going to do, who's going to, who's going to? And when they go Julio, to that no Roddy huddle, White, Tony Gonzalez is a matchup problem. And even though they're used to seeing that way, Antonio Gates. But then it's a different thing, though, but, I think. But now that you have to defend the outside, right. that's when it gets real. Right. No real talk. Real and talk. the no huddle. Yeah, that no huddle too. I, and I think I think this is Matt Ryan's year. Uh, to be honest with yeah. you, I think that's this is their year. Uh, I think they all get a sense of that. Uh, although I think it's interesting that sometimes it seems to me that Julio Jones disappears from time to time. And I don't know if it's because they're just not going to him, or maybe it's just because he's just not. Because um, uh, I, I watched last game. I mean, they dominated last game, no doubt about it. But he, he, he it didn't seem like he was the same Julio Jones. I don't know if he got damaged. No, I, I, and, and or, the way teams are defending him. Yeah, maybe, and that's maybe why that's Roddy it. White had more catches last week. If you yeah. look at it, and that that's the, what we discussed with like the Calvin Johnson effect. Right, 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 right. Which is which is which is all well and good, but I mean, I just feel like you know he's still a young guy, you know, and he's gonna get he's gonna get better. That's that's all there is to it, and he, and he is getting better, even though he's getting double teamed. He's figuring out new ways to get off the ball, new ways of getting himself open. He's starting different positions because they got to move him around because wow. they do move him around all, all over the offense, which I think is great. Uh, and, and I, 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 I like the burn Turner, but I think he's he's a he's a he's an amical back. He's not a breakaway break break your ankles kind of back. He's a bulldozer. Uh, he is a he's a Detron means mm-hmm. kind of guy, you know. He's going to give you the steady. And for those of us that are in fantasy, eight to nine, you know, nine to ten points a, a week, and sometimes he's going to get you those points in the, in the red zone. Right, right. He's going to get you those carries. Um, and at the end of the game, right, right. Like Atlanta has to go up early for him to be effective for you. Right. No, absolutely, because they're, they're, you know he he doesn't have the breakaway speed. He's not going to give you the the two hundred yard game. That's just not his game. That's not how he's built. He, he's he a mother. Have, yeah, he's a, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Houston at Denver. Denver, because Houston doesn't have any. Or no, I'm sorry. What am I talking about? 
I, I was almost talking about the Titans. To go oh, back. yeah, yeah, exactly. Go right back to Titans. That's how much we dislike you guys. Oilers. You guys that got nothing but uh, Chris Johnson. Again. Uh, uh, the altitude, but I think the fact that, uh, you know, I'm going to take Denver. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you gotta I think you gotta take Denver at home. I think Peyton Manning is again still working and twerking it out. Uh and again, Houston, I think Andre Johnson has the same problem that Megatron has. Uh although man, is Arian Foster just a force to be just just too much. But then that, again, de- defensively, Denver has a very good front line. They Don, do. I, I, I keep on telling you, Von Miller. You no, know, he's he's a baller. There's no. I was I wasn't trying to say he was garbage. I was just telling you that it's going to take more than just Von Miller, and and clearly Atlanta showed that. Clear. Well, and he was still, but he was, was still causing, doing. You know, he was causing a problem, but again. It wasn't causing enough problem where he well he wasn't as couldn't score well the 30. offense was turning over the ball I mean that really what what it more or less came down to again I mean you're 27 points you got to shut them down you, you still gave him a chance to get get back in the game at the very end I mean defensive stepped up but you got to you get short fields away. Man. yeah that's 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 tough short fields with a no huddle offense no doubt uh, Pittsburgh at Oakland. Pittsburgh, the Berg at Oakland for sure, and, I, and I'm and I'm heartbroken because I'd love to see, I'd love to see uh, Oakland have a good team for once in their in, in our be next lifetime. Year. It'll be next year in in our lifetime when they get the first round pick. God, let me live beyond next year. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Hold the, on, I got it. Yeah, oh! crazy, <laughs> crazy as hell. This game, the New England Patriots at the Baltimore Ravens. Ray Ray is a grown man. I'm taking Baltimore. Uh, I'm taking New England. Uh, I think uh, they just. I think obviously without Aaron Hernandez, they're a different team. But I still think that they they get it done in Baltimore. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring affair, which I wish it would be because I have uh, Thomas Hare Brady on my team. But uh, yeah, I think I think there's. Uh, but I don't think New England can stop. Baltimore's running game, and because they're playing, I mean, they could go back to the old New England and play the passing the way they do it. But Baltimore can control the game with solid defense and hitting those dudes and running the ball. I think they're going to have to get real creative. New England is if they're going to win this game, and I think and they have they, the that's ability. They, that's, they have the ability to do that. They got the personnel to get really, really creative and move people around. Uh, Green Bay at Seattle. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Yeah. I think I think Green Bay at Seattle. Even though I'm tempted uh, that it is in Seattle, and again, freakier things have happened. I mean, Seattle. You get up in Seattle, and all of a sudden, weird stuff starts happening. You know, people start fumbling when they're supposed to fumble. Balls bounce off people's heads and end up on you know in the defensive arms. I mean, just crazy stuff has happened in in Seattle, and it just makes me feel like. Ehh. But I think uh, I think uh, Ar is uh, too solid, too formidable of a of a quarterback to. to be flustered by those things. So wow. I think I think uh I think Green Bay does it. I think Green Bay does it. So uh I think that does it for the week. Yeah. And uh uh thank you all very much for listening to us rant and rave. Uh Jay Deezer, appreciate it as always, man. Looking forward to it and um uh we'll uh we'll holler Yeah yeah we'll, in we'll, a minute. we'll yeah yeah we'll <laughs> see we'll see how it goes in uh, after it's all done and said. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Starting a lot of truth. J.D. Harris. Voice America OTS. Back next week. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.